KCBS Radio, original podcasts. Another chartered flight from Texas has landed in Sacramento carrying migrants with papers indicating they had been in Florida. The flight has prompted a strong reaction from Governor Newsom, who has called Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, quote, a small, pathetic man. Newsom says California could press kidnapping charges. How do I explain that to my Forget be Democrat, Republican, us versus It's like, what? Someone did that? They would do that to kids? To other people's kids? To human beings? What kind of person does that? California Governor Gavin Newsom and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis definitely haven't shied away from the headlines the past couple of years, especially when talking about each other's states. I think you guys got a lot of problems out here, but your governor's very concerned about what we're doing in Florida, so I figured I had to come by. And now they're taking to the public stage to debate this Thursday, November 30th on Fox, moderated by Fox News host Sean Hannity. But Governor Newsom isn't running for president or a nomination for 2024 like Governor DeSantis is. So what is this for? From KCBS Radio in San Francisco, I'm Mallory Sumera, and this is Bay Current. To get a sense of what we expect to see and hear during the debate, I sat down with Doug Sovereign, KCBS Radio reporter and host of the state of California. This has been in the on the books for a while now. Uh, Fox announced it back in late September. It's yeah. almost... I haven't focused on it either, though. It's like, yeah. it'll happen at some point when it does, it does, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. almost December now, and mm-hmm. it's about to happen. Do you think people are excited, or do you think people are as excited as they, like, Newsom or DeSantis might have hoped now that it's coming up in a couple of days? Uh, I think a lot of people probably haven't focused on it that much outside the the Newsom and DeSantis camps. There's a lot going on. It's the holidays. People have lives. Obviously, Israel-Hamas war has taken a lot of energy uh, and a lot of headlines. Uh, So no, I don't think people have been paying that much attention. Maybe it's sneaking up on them. But now that it's here, yeah, I think it's probably going to get a lot of attention. I bet it has a very large audience. And um, I guess just to go back to the basics, like, why are we doing this? (laughs) That's a really good question. Well, you know, Gavin Newsom and Ron DeSantis have been each other's foils for, you know, a year or more now. Uh, Really, you know, poking fun at each other, needling each other from across the country, making fun of each other's states. Newsom has run ads in Florida. They're all over each other on Twitter and places like that. Um, And, you know, it it made sense uh, on some level for them to go face to face. Not that this has ever happened before. I mean, I can't think of a precedent for this. You know, two sitting governors, one of whom is running for president, the other isn't, uh, to debate each other is very strange. But basically, um, you know, Newsom went on Hannity. It went well for him. Uh, Obviously, DeSantis is on Hannity all the time. Newsom and Hannity kind of developed a relationship because, remember, um, Gavin Newsom's first wife, Kimberly Guilfoyle, uh, who was when he was mayor of San Francisco, she was first lady. uh, She became a Fox News commentator and um, he would go visit her at Fox and would run into Sean Hannity and they'd have conversations. And I, I've met Sean Hannity a few times at, you know, Republican conventions, Democratic conventions. He's a big KCBS fan, actually, to my great surprise. Uh, and he, he's he's a quite personable and engaging guy. And he engaged Newsom uh, and they sort of sparred with each other. And that's how that led to that led to Newsom coming on Hannity's show as a guest. And one thing kind of led to another. And, you know, Newsom challenged DeSantis to a debate. Uh, it took some 
time for them to agree to both do it and to come to terms on what that would be, some negotiation. But it kind of just grew out of that. Um, and Newsom loves this kind of thing. And he, uh, DeSantis decided it was in his interest. And remember, DeSantis is really languishing in the Republican presidential race. He's picked up a couple key Iowa endorsements lately. He's hoping to break through in Iowa uh, in January, but there's no sign really that he's going to do that. So I think he sees this as sort of a springboard to get some attention when it's, he's not on a whole stage with a bunch of other people running for president. He can just make the case one-on-one -on -one against Newsom and show what he would be like if he were sort of the standard bearer for the Republican Party instead of Donald Trump. Yeah, and it is interesting. I mean, you know, like you said, and quite a few articles have pointed out, it's kind of like, what is the premise of of this? And, you know, they're they're going at it. Usually people who are debating, they're kind of of the same like level and job title wise they are. But DeSantis is running for president and Newsom has said he's not next year and in fact has said that one of the reasons he's doing this, he he wants to try and get Biden reelected next year. Um, so it's just such an interesting dynamic that we have uh, intention wise as far as this debate goes. You know, it's true. And uh, Newsom really has emerged as really a key surrogate, maybe the leading surrogate for the Biden-Harris campaign. And he likes that role and it elevates his national profile and keeps himself in the conversation and relevant, even though he's not running for president. And, you know, ostensibly, that's why he's doing this. He's going to make the case for Joe Biden. He's going to make the case for the Democrats. He's going to puncture, you know, the DeSantis myths. That's why he says he's doing it. I think he enjoys that very much. I mean, Gavin is really a policy wonk. He'll get down in the weeds with you for hours on anything. So he's going to enjoy this very much. Um, and there's really no stake for him, right? Because he's not running for president. If it goes badly, it damages his reputation, doesn't make him look so good, might boost DeSantis. He doesn't want that. But it's not going to kill a campaign. He's not running a campaign. So it keeps him in the conversation. I mean, from his point of view, there's nothing to lose here. Um, he may end up running in 2028. We'll see. Although he has always said he does not want to be president. That could change, of course. It's not inconceivable that something happens and he does run in 2024. If something happens to Joe Biden, I don't think that's going to happen. But, you know, it's not what outside the realm of extreme possibility. And yeah, for, from DeSantis's point of view, um, he is running for president. It's not going very well. I mean, he's had a lot of staff turnover. He's spent a lot of money. He's languishing in the polls. Uh, it's an opportunity to get some attention. And, and you know, he hopes to give himself a little boost going into Iowa. So uh, they each have different agendas coming in. Uh, Newsom has sort of stacked the expectations, too, by pointing out that this is, after all, Sean Hannity. Uh, you know, the, the mouthpiece of the conservative Republican wing of, of America. And he sees it as sort of a, a, a two on one gang up that they're there. It'll be DeSantis and Hannity against Newsom. Hannity insists that is not the case. He's going to play it straight. He's going to be fair. It'll be equal time. He's not going to be devil's advocate to Newsom and not to DeSantis. We'll see how it plays out. But in Newsom's interest, you know, it's in his interest to, to at least set expectations that way, that, hey, he's the underdog going into the belly of the beast. They're all ganging up on him. And then if he comes out well, it makes him look even better than, than if he had said going in, this should be a fair fight. Yeah. And, you know, it, the fact that it is on Fox News, I mean, I mean, we've established that Sean Hannity is pretty much the reason why the one of the reasons why this is happening. But like it being on Fox News, uh, I mean, who is Gavin Newsom trying to appeal to with this? 
Well, I think he enjoys going on Fox News. He watches it pretty religiously uh, to present. The, you know, a lot of Democrats won't go on Fox News. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's willing to go in and, and take whatever they've got, and he can stand the heat. He'll get in the kitchen. So I think he hopes to change some minds. I think he hopes that um, a lot of the people who watch, who are normal Fox News viewers, may be exposed to some ideas and points of view that they hadn't considered, and possibly some of them will open their eyes a little bit. Uh, and he expects to bring in a lot of his people to watch who normally don't watch Fox News um, to see Newsom on this stage and see him as a potential national leader. I, I think he's been doing that all year, going to China, everything else, making himself look presidential, even if he's not actually running this time around. I was just going to say that is we've been seeing him jet set and do very presidential things. And, I, you know, I guess California is huge and the economy is pretty major. So that's important for him. But, yeah, he's been, you know, doing very presidential things lately. So it's, you know, almost kind of funny that this is happening right now, a year yeah, away I mean, from the election. Governors of the largest states, California, New York, Texas, tend to be Florida tend to do presidential things because they are seen as potential future presidents. I mean, historically, presidents were governors and generals, and more recently, it's their senators and vice presidents, but that historically was not the case. Uh, and so when they start to have presidential aspirations, they do this kind of stuff. They make the foreign junkets. They do the national trips around the country. They get involved with the Governors Association to raise their profile and let people sort of see what they would be like at that level. And I think this is just more of that for both of these men. Now, uh, getting, I guess, ahead of what we expect to see on Thursday, what are some of the major things that we expect them to debate about? I think Hannity is going to hit them with all the obvious topics. I think he'll ask them about immigration. He'll ask them about the economy. I'm sure he'll bring up Israel and Hamas. Um, He'll talk about taxes. He'll talk about law and order and crime and safety, which is on a lot of people's minds. So I think he'll hit all the bread and butter topics. And I I think Hannity sees this as an opportunity. I mean, who knows what he really thinks, but I think he sees it as an opportunity to to have Gavin Newsom and Ron DeSantis, two guys with diametrically opposed views on pretty much everything, differing philosophies of governance, different, differing philosophies of the role of government, uh, you know, I think, you know, abortion, schools, all these hot button issues. He knows that they don't agree. Shootings. They don't agree on anything. So, yeah, gun control. So it's an opportunity for people to see, all right, this is the Gavin Newsom moderate liberal Democrat perspective. Here's the Ron DeSantis conservative Republican perspective. Let's let them clash and maybe the sparks will fly and it'll make for good television. That's probably Hannity's goal. Uh, He wants to get a lot of eyeballs watching and what he hopes will be an interesting debate. And I think each of these guys sincerely believes, in terms of Newsom and DeSantis, that they're in the right and their point of view is is righteous and they want more people to see it from the other side. DeSantis thinks he's going to expose Newsom, you know, and Newsom thinks he's going to expose DeSantis. And I think that's going to, it could make for very interesting viewing. How has DeSantis been as a debater, <laughs> like someone who's like speaking very passionately about the things that he uh you know, has to oversee uh, on like public stages. Um, He hasn't been that great so far, to tell you the truth. I think he's a little bit stiff. Uh, He doesn't have a whole lot of experience doing it. Um, I'm I'm told he does well one-on-one. I've not encountered him one-on-one. I'm just thinking, have I met him in person? I've covered him a little bit. I don't think I've actually like shaken his hand or anything, but seeing him on a debate stage, um, yeah, he's a little stiff, uh, a little, he'll go for the big line and uh, try to talk 
tough because he's trying to be an heir to the Trump mantle. Uh, I don't think he's as well-versed in policy as Newsom is, but we'll see. Uh, Gavin Newsom is very good at memorizing lots of facts and figures and rattling them off. Um, and as I said, he'll really get into the weeds with you on an issue. I think um, DeSantis is more ideological, and we'll see. Now, I, we don't know for sure. I don't know if they're going to be sitting with, with Hannity around a table. Will they be standing at podiums? That's unclear to me. I don't think they've revealed those details. There's no audience in, in the studio. That's one thing Newsom did not want, an audience. There won't be a live audience. Um, so we'll see. But if it's a conversation around a table, I, I would think that would work to Newsom's advantage. Uh, if it's at podiums, that might be better for DeSantis. Newsom doesn't have a lot of experience doing that. But we'll just have to see. Yeah. What and finally, what does this mean for California and for the Bay Area, like the outcome of this debate? How can it change things here? Do you expect that it will change anything? No, I don't. I think on the national stage, it's going to be seen as California versus Florida. And I think that's mm -hmm. really how Hannity is framing it. It's like, oh, red state, blue state showdown. I think Newsom and DeSantis see it more as more personal and more ideological in their philosophies than red state, blue state. I know Newsom, certainly, he, he's not shy about going into red states and trying to make the case uh, as opposed to avoiding them. And I like that. That's something I believe in. You go and engage. You don't you don't shy away from an argument. Uh, you engage. Uh, you don't say, well, those aren't my people. I'll only talk to my people. Good for Newsom for doing that. Um, that's not something DeSantis has done much, but we'll see, although he comes out to California to raise money. But um, I don't know that in the long run it's going to have any impact for California unless, you know, Newsom does so badly and DeSantis, you know, California and its way of life takes such a beating and comes out with a black eye. I, I don't see it having much, much impact. Yeah. Is there anything else that you want to say about this ahead of Thursday's debate? No, I think it's going to be fun. I mean, it's a, it's a, po a political stunt. We haven't seen anything like this. Uh, if it's a success, we may see more like it, although there aren't that many people in the political arena who could do this sort of thing and have people care. <laughs> so we'll have to see. Uh, and we'll see what it does for each man's long-term presidential prospects. But I think it's going to be entertaining. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, me too. So, um, hey, Doug Sovereign, thank you so much for, for joining me today. Thanks, Mallory. Thanks for having me. You can hear KCBS Radio political reporter Doug Sovereign on the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. on KCBS Radio, 106.9 and AM 740, or on the Odyssey app. Bay Current is a production of KCBS Radio. I'm Mallory Sumera. Subscribe to Bay Current on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts.